How do you get vision to trickle down all the way through your organization? By the end of this video, you're gonna know exactly how to cascade vision through your whole organization. I'm John O'White, founder and principal consultant of Clarity. We work with leaders around the world. It really helps us out if you subscribe, follow, like, share this content, please do that now, uh, because that way more leaders can become the best they can be. And it also means it keeps you in the loop with everything, all the content we produce about leadership. Uh, so how do you cascade vision throughout your whole organization? When I talk to leaders, this is one of the biggest things that comes up. There's this question, a heartfelt question where they say, how, how do I get vision through my whole organization? And, uh, and I understand the pain. How do I get people bought in all the way, whether it's a company with 100,000 staff or it's a small business with five staff, I just want everyone to be on board and rowing in the same direction. And so I wanna unpack that for you today. The first thing when it comes to cascading vision is the first thing that you need to do is you need to actually have a vision. Now that might sound silly, but let me flip it around and ask you a different way. How clearly can you articulate your vision? How clearly can you articulate your vision? Articulating vision, there's a couple of different frameworks I highly recommend. Uh, I always think people can get a bit clearer on their vision. I often do offsites and workshops with team, executive teams, clarifying their vision as a company. Uh, but there are great things like Simon Sinek's book, Find Your Why. You know, he talks about this idea of uh, personal why, but he also talks about a company's why, which is what we're discussing now, the vision. How to cascade vision. Well, the first thing is you've got to articulate it. And Simon Sinek's way to articulate it would be to say, we exist to something so that something else. Let me say that again. We exist to blah so that blah. So my personal vision, I know we're talking about organizational vision, but they are very, they overlap a lot. My personal vision is I exist to invest in people to become, to invest in people so that they can become everything they're meant to be. That's my personal vision, right? So that's very clear. And so for you, your personal vision as well, while I'm at it, why don't I ask you about that? How's your personal vision? Can you clearly articulate that? If not, that's a, that's a really important thing to work on because pers your personal vision and company vision should go hand in hand. Uh, and then company vision, how clearly can you articulate that? Once again, using Simon Sinek's framework. My, uh, the way that I talk about clarity. So once again, my personal vision, okay? My personal vision is I exist to invest in people to become, in, to invest in people so that they can become everything they're meant to be. And clarity, my organization's vision is we exist to fill the world with healthy organizations so that people love coming to work and organizations make a positive difference in their communities, nation and world. So that's, that's our company vision. That's my personal vision. That's a great framework. Another one I highly recommend is Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley does amazing work around vision. Um, he, he has a book called Making Vision Stick that's probably my favorite book on vision. And he has a great framework again, which is uh, a, similar to Simon Sinek, just giving you a couple, a couple of options because this point is so important. You just, it's not about, it's not about getting it perfect. It's just about getting it clearer. And so don't wordsmith it to find the perfect thing, but just refine it so that it's clearer. And if you can do that well, that's gonna help the rest of the process. Um, just to clarify at this point, so Andy Stanley talks about V 
vision being what problem are you trying to solve? What's the solution? Why? Why is that important? Or so what is another great question. And why now? What creates the urgency? So let's go through that process. Um, what's the problem you're trying to solve? So this is, I love using this framework to communicate vision, which we're gonna to get to in a second. When you're wanting to cascade vision, you're wanting to articulate it, what's the problem that your organization is solving? So if I look at clarity, really for me what drives me is I, it breaks my heart to see people hating coming to work. It breaks my heart to see people not fulfilling their potential, okay? That for me is the problem. Like, I feel that when I say it. And there'll be something similar for you that as an organization, there's a problem, an underlying problem that you're solving. What's the solution? Well, once again, let's look at it for clarity. Problem that I'm solving is breaks my heart to see people not fulfilling their potential. The solution is organizations, when organizations are healthy, then people, the employees are able to, um, well, actually I'm going ahead a step. We're saying the solution is that organizations are healthy, leadership team is healthy, and it's clear through the whole organization. That's the solution. Okay, this is where you get to the next step. Why or so what? So for you, if you're following along in this, what problem are you trying to solve? What's the solution that your organization provides? And why or so what? So let's go back to clarity. Uh, the problem we're trying to solve is that it breaks my heart to see people who aren't fulfilling their potential. The solution is um, so we want to see organizations that are healthy from the top down and clear. Why or so what? So organizations are healthy. So what? And that's why it's such a good question. I love that question. So what? Because when organizations are healthy, people love coming to work. It's less politics, less confusion, and people can fulfill their potential. So then you get to the last thing. Why now? So we've gone problem to solve, solution. Uh, then we go, excuse me, why, so what? And then why now? What's the sense of urgency? And this is a really interesting little add-on, but it helps to helps to ask that question of, okay, why does this need to happen now? Why does it matter if this happens now, not in 10 years? Well, for me, with clarity, it's because um, really at, at the end of the day, filling the world with healthy organizations, you know, yes, people love to come and work at it, but the why now probably comes down to raising leaders because the why now is if we can build healthy organizations now, we're going to not only impact all the people that are working in our organizations, but we can actually train up the next generation of leaders to lead healthy organizations so that in 50 years time, maybe it's the norm, maybe it's the culture where people go, what, people didn't used to love going to work? That's crazy. Because we've actually transformed the way organizations do culture and how healthy they are. So you can hear, you've now got a bit of my vision articulated by problem, solution, why, why now? And then Simon Sinek. So the first thing to cascading vision throughout your whole organization, you have to be able to articulate it. And if you can't articulate it as clearly as I just articulated my personal vision and my company vision, then that's the first place I would start at. Uh, and I'd read Start With Why by Simon Sinek and Making Vision Stick by Andy Stanley. So once you can articulate your vision, what do you do next? Well, let's come back to Andy Stanley because once again, his uh, resources are my favorite when it comes to vision. 
and he talks about this idea of living it, living it out, or well, sorry, let me go back to that, communicating it, living it out, and celebrating it. And I think he hits the nail on the head. When you want to cascade vision throughout your whole, throughout your whole organization, there are three areas that you as a leader or the leader need to be thinking about. First area is this. Are you communicating your vision? Well, yeah, Jono, I communicated it. We came up with a new vision three years ago and we communicated it in a press release. No. <laughs> Are you communicating your vision consistently? Uh, one of my favorite things that Patrick Lencioni talks about is your role. Your role, whether you're CEO, senior pastor, head of school, middle manager, whatever your role is, I'm going to give you a new role right now. You are now the CRO, okay? You want to cascade vision through your organization? Welcome. You are now the CRO. What does that mean? Chief reminding officer. You, are, you need to be a chief reminding officer, and so does your whole team, because we assume people, people pick things up super quick, and the truth is they, they probably, they probably <laughs> lose things super quick. They certainly don't pick them up super quickly. It takes a lot of effort. Uh, Lencioni talks about the average person needing to hear something seven times to believe it. Not to completely buy into it, but just to believe it. So for your employees or volunteers, they need to hear your vision seven times just to go, oh, oh, just to hear it the first time. So you need to remind them. Um, the other thing that Andy Stanley talks about is this idea of vision leaks. You've got a bucket and there's a hole in it and you need to keep topping it up why because vision leaks it doesn't just doesn't just pull up and you create this massive swimming pool of vision you're always topping it up because it's always leaking and uh, so you need to be topping it up so vision leaks so communicating consistently regularly how are you communicating your vision it's not enough to do it once not enough to do it twice not enough to do it seven times you need to be communicating your vision again and again and again and again uh, and and so the other two are going to help you to find ways to do that. How do you know when you've communicated it enough? I remember when I was uh, when I was leading, and I was going big on vision. I was communicating vision left, right, and center. Every time I got up and spoke in front of a group, I would make a real effort of articulating the vision, trying to do it in different words. But the problem, solution, why, why now? Every time, I went crazy big on it, and I knew for me that it was really getting there. And I'd probably shared it a hundred times by this point. When one of my young leaders came up to me and said, Jono, we get it. We get problem, solution, why, why not? They didn't say that, but they said it back to me. And I thought, you know what? That is so cool. Like they were like, please, we get it. But for me as a leader, and really for you, if you want to cascade vision through your organization, that's the point you know that you're getting a win, in my opinion. You want people to go, we get it. And they can say the vision back to you because they're like, we get it. Stop telling us. Um, that's probably the point you need to get to if you want to cascade vision through your organization. Communicate it. Second one is live it. So Andy Stanley talks about, okay, you want to cascade it. We talked about articulating it before. You've got to communicate it, chief reminding officer, your new role. You need to live it. You need to model it. How are you living out the vision? How are you living out? If I came and spent a day with you, hey, I've arrived, it's 5.30 a.m., hello, and it's a bit weird, Jono's, Jono's in my room all of a sudden saying hello to me. Um, 
I'm here to spend the day with you. And uh, I got to spend the whole day with you. Would I be like, wow. You know, John Maxwell says, if you spend a day with a successful person, you know what you say at the end of the day? That's why they're so successful. And it's the same thing with vision. If you want to be a visionary leader who sees vision cascade through the organization, then if I was to spend a day with you by the end of the day, I would be saying, that's why their organization's vision is just so clear because of what I experienced in that day. It's probably got your brain thinking about some options, doesn't it? Um, one of my favorite stories is from the previous CEO of Home Depot. And their vision was all about being the world's best customer service retailer. And he had 300,000 staff. Let that number sink in. Okay. Think you're busy? Think I'm busy? 300,000 staff. There'd be excuses everywhere that you could spend time on. And I love this story because for him with that vision about being um, the world's best customer service retailer, when it came to living it out, a couple of things he did is he would he would intentionally be on the floor serving customers regularly and he did that because he wanted to be able to stay grounded with what it meant to actually be in customer service it's one thing to be saying we need to be better at customer service but when you're in a role like that you maybe you haven't seen a customer in years and so for him he he made some time not all the time like he wasn't there every day he, he had a lot of important things to be doing but he saw this as one of his most important things was to get on the ground, serve customers. And for you, what does that mean? What does it mean for you to live out your organization's vision? What does it mean for you to go and get your hands dirty? Maybe you've got a hundred staff and it's been a long time since you've, whatever that is with your vision. Um, make sure you're living it out. Communicating it, living it out. And the third one, my favorite really, is celebrating. If you want to, if you want a cascade vision, you've got to celebrate it. What you celebrate gets, uh, what you celebrate gets cultivated. You know, what you reward gets repeated. Um, there's all these sayings, and it's so so true. Celebrate vision. What does it look like when you achieve little progress in vision? Think about it. And I'm going to go back to this Home Depot story because I just love the story so much. For them, customer service retailing worldwide, 300,000 staff, man, it would be easy to get lost in the bureaucracy. But their vision was customer service, right? So they went, what does it look like to do exceptional customer service? And they, they put that into focus, took out all the noise and went, okay, well, when that happens, we need to celebrate it. So they made it a KPI, like, okay, we achieved budget in our region, we did this, we made these hires, and one of their KPIs for each region was, here are the 10 stories of the best customer service from our stores in the past quarter or the past week. It was a KPI for their regional leaders to collect stories of extreme, outstanding customer service. And then what the CEO would do is actually write a handwritten letter. To, he would write, get this, 100 a week. 100 letters a week. I just have so much respect for this guy because I think that is such a powerful, and, and you might be thinking, oh, is that, a, is that a good use of my time? Think about a handwritten letter, and it doesn't really matter how you do it, you just gotta find a meaningful way to celebrate vision. But these letters were so significant that people were framing them and putting them up. And 
this is the CEO of a massive company. They had a story where a guy had to request another letter because his colleague said, yeah, the CEO wrote it. And he said, no, it was one of those programs that automatically makes it look like handwriting. So he put it in water to show that the ink would come off and it didn't come, um, to show that the ink wouldn't come off and the ink ran. And he was so he was so surprised that the CEO had actually written it that he went back to him and said, I'm so sorry. I didn't believe you had written that. Do you think you could write it for me again? And the CEO did. The point of the story, okay? Celebrating is a great thing in and of itself, but it becomes a hundred times more powerful when you celebrate vision. What does it look like when vision is achieved in your organization? Whatever the answer to that question is, go and reward it a hundredfold. Whenever you see that play out in someone's life, whenever you see someone doing that, one of your employees or volunteers, reward it, reward it, celebrate it, write them a letter, get them up in front of everyone, give them a gift, um, build it into the KPIs, celebrate vision. I promise you, if you will celebrate vision, if you'll communicate it, well, let's go back to step one. If you'll articulate it really clearly, and then if you'll communicate it, live it out and celebrate it, you will see vision cascade through your whole organization. If that's been helpful for you in your leadership, if that's helped you to get clear about vision, then why don't you comment with the word clarity? Comment with the word clarity because everything we do is about helping leaders get clarity and it really helps us out. We, I would love to ask you if you would subscribe and share and comment and like. It really helps, thank you, because it gets the word out so that this content can help more leaders become the best they can be. And it also means that you stay in the loop with all of our content. We've had nearly 1,000 leaders do our seven questions on leadership. So that's, and that content's on our website. There's so much wisdom in that from leaders around the world in all different sectors. Um, and you can visit consultclarity.org for that to, uh, to have a look at everything clarity and everything leadership that we do. So uh, thank you for watching or listening and I will see you next time. Cheers.